folks, and welcome to the Social Liability Podcast, the podcast where we discuss those folks in our lives that violate the social contracts that we all agree to live by. I am your host, the Razgrees, with my co-host, the Buck Grundle, bringing you new and interesting stories from the far reaches of the internet. Ah, 99th episode, Buck. We are now 99 episodes in. That's that's pretty that's pretty impressive. It's, it's that is it's impressive that we've stuck to it this long, and that there's that many just idiots in the world that give us content. <laughs> hey, man, you know what? I mean, we're just we're just capitalizing on it. That's all it is, you know. But yeah, that's ninety nine episodes in, you know, and and those there there may be some out there among the masses who wonder. How exactly did they do this? And I'll let you know. It's because we have something that everybody wants. Yes, that's right. We do. We possess that thing. Pot? It. No. It. <laughs> it. You know that thing that everybody wants to have and they don't know the name of it? They just can't quite put their finger on that, on the name of that thing? It's called it, and that is exactly what we possess. So, what what exactly do we have in the gallery of rogues today, Mister Raz? Well, this first story comes out of uh, West Palm Beach, because of course it does. We love Florida on this show. This is being reported by Local Ten dot com. Woman stopped for DUI after sniffing spray deodorant. <laughs> A West Palm Beach woman is facing DUI charges after deputies found her with a car full of cans of right guard deodorant spray. Her speech was slurred and bloodshot and watery eyes. According to the arrest report from the Martin County Sheriff's Office, 31-year-old Katrina Rosalind Theodore, Katrina Rosalind Theodore, we had to get the whole name in there, was pulled over in Stewart on Southeast Federal Highway and Southeast Carroll Street for a traffic stop. The sheriff's office said that when deputies asked Theodore to exit the vehicle, she saw that they, I'm sorry, he saw her reach down as if to conceal something. When she did get out of the vehicle, deputies saw two cans of right guard deodorant on the floor on the driver's side seat. Stop. I I have I I I must ask you a question now. Do you have a photograph of this winner in front of you? Do we do we have a photograph that you can look at? I do. Um, she's, okay, so she's a she's now a, now wait a minute, wait a minute. She's an African American woman, uh, a little bit of a rounded face, and her hair looks like Don King. <laughs> Does this look like the type of person that would demand to be referred to by their full name in a news article? Like somebody who would sit there and babysit the phone all day until they got a hold of somebody at the paper and said, "If you're going to use me, you must put in my full name." and title and they probably conceded does this look like that kind of person because you were wondering quite possible yeah because <laughs> you're I, I just i just wanted to know because i was like why would they put her full name and i was like eh, we better we better spitball on this before i forget the thought but either way they're moving were, along there were also cans on the passenger side floor and deputies said there was a strong smell of deodorant coming from theodore's person maybe she's just clean <laughs> knows huffing huffing is defined as a practice of inhaling toxic fumes from glue and other household products for their intoxicating effects the defendant was not steady on her feet and was leaning on the vehicle i noticed her eyes were bloodshot and watery 
I was able to smell a strong odor from the spray cans emanating from her person. I also noticed her pupils were constricted. The deputy said that because of his training and experience with seeing the cans and smelling the odor, he suspected that Theodore was huffing the spray. What training do you have to look for deodorant abuse? Yeah, I guess, and um, experience, is that something you really want to brag about? This is true, but you have tra- it's actually training very, and experience. It's actually mm. a very common phrase put into police reports. As you know, I used to teach report writing, and uh, yeah, it's, it's, well, it's, this it's is a, it's a very common thing you put in reports to get around the lack of evidence. <laughs> I understand, man, but when you're throwing out the word experience, perhaps you should use a little more tact. Maybe you know what I mean? Training and expertise, perhaps. There you, you know? go. There you go, sir. Uh, yeah. Experience really is it, like it leaves a lot of room for self-incrimination. And if I were a lawyer in this woman's defense, I'd be like, hmm. Well, and after, we have local law local law enforcement with experience here. Hmm. After several tests, way. the deputies determined that Theodore was unable to safely operate a motor vehicle. Inside the car, deputies found multiple spray cans of right guard, and the car had a very strong odor from the spray cans. Theodore was arrested for DUI on Sunday, March 6th. After being transported for questioning, Theodore also told deputies she had consumed a few drinks. She also admitted to huffing. I asked her if she was huffed today, and she said yes. After being transported, the deputy contacted fire rescue to come to the scene and examine the driver. Due to the dangerousness of huffing, fire rescue responded to check the defendant. They conducted their evaluation, and it was determined that Theodore did not need to be taken to the hospital, according to the report. But she did need to go to jail. Well, <laughs> I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. There's there's a lot of bravos that I'm going to hand out here. Okay, bravo to the officer who responded. And actually had EMS respond. Like, had EMS come out there before he did anything, he's like, all right, you're going to get checked out before I put you in a car. <laughs> like, that was a very responsible and hip thing to do. Now, I, I got to, I because we've had a lot of stories lo- lately where, where police officers have been doing some real fucking wonky shit. So, this is one where, you know, I just, I feel obligated because I, you know, I am, I, I, I don't hate the police. I actually really like the police. I just hate some of the shit that they do. So, yeah, I just want to point out the good, you know, attaboy, pat on the back. Attaboy. Our next story yeah. comes from the, so, oh, wait, we got to give a score. We got to yeah. give a score. Yeah. What are we doing here, man? Well, it's a DUI. Yeah. Uh, and I automatically have no sympathy in my heart for anybody who gets a DUI. Uh, three I'm going four just because I have no sympathy I've had far too many friends killed in car accidents involving drunk drivers I'm going to stick with my three you do you the next story comes from the Associated Press New York City man rescued twice in two days on Arizona hikes (laughs) a New York City man was uh, who needed to be rescued twice on consecutive days while hiking in a northern Arizona mountain range is urging others to pay more attention to winter weather than he did. No shit. Unless you are an experienced alpine mountaineer, do not attempt uh, Humphreys Peak in the winter. There is so much snow that it's difficult to follow the trail and very easily to fall off of it. Moreover, the wind is absolutely brutal, he said in an online post. 
The 28-year-old Brooklyn man first called 911 Wednesday at about 7 p.m. to say he got lost while hiking on Humphreys Trail in San Francisco Peaks overlooking Flagstaff. The sheriff's office uh, said this in a statement. The statement did not identify Vasto by name, but did uh, say that they... I'm sorry, but he spoke to the Arizona Daily Sun, telling newspaper in a story published Tuesday that he was an experienced hiker, but had underestimated the difficulties and the conditions. I was thinking, if I start early in the morning, I'll have all the time in the world to reach the summit. The trail runs through 5.5 miles of steep, rocky terrain between the Arizona Snow Bowl Ski Resort and Humphreys Peak the state's highest point with an elevation of 12,633 feet. During the first rescue, uh, during the first rescue, tracked vehicles from the ski resort that traveled, this is like really, like the the word, (laughs) it's not not coherent. Um, But Vasto drove off the mountain and declined to have any medical attention once they rescued him. But at 5 p.m. the next day, Vasto called 911 to say he needed help after injuring himself in a fall. (laughs) near the ridge on Humphreys Trail. An Arizona Department of Public Safety rescue helicopter was sent to pick up Vasto and another hiker who had stopped to help him. Vasto was provided with preventative search and rescue education about the condition of the trail and approaching winter storm and encouraged not to attempt the hike again. The other hiker who stopped to help Vasto, Philip Wyatt, said it was very apparent that he wasn't prepared for the climate and what he had gotten himself into. Wyatt decided to stay with Vasto and provided his number to search and rescue teams so that they could make contact in the likely scenario that Vasto's phone ran out of battery life because he was using it to check his route on the trail locator app. I really respect Phil's perseverance, Wyatt told the Daily Sun. I hope that he's able to make it to the top sometime. (laughs) You would think after the first day where you had to call search and rescue to come get your ass, you would uh, be a little bit more trepidatious than going out again the next day. Oh, I just, I want to go back to something. Did it say he drove off the mountain? Like, uh, well, it, it, it's, it, so there's a, there's a bit of an incoherent sentence in here that I, I just could not read, but um, it said that snow drove Vasto off the mountain uh, and he declined medical attention. See, it's, During the first rescue, tracked vehicles from the ski resort that travel on snow drove Vasto off the mountain. So they they set snowmobiles up. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Or a a tracked vehicle or something. You know, it just... Okay. I had to kind of decipher a little bit. (laughs) I just wanted to go back to that. I wanted to make sure, you know, I'm not very impressed with this man's, uh, you know, hiking resume. You know, boasting to be an experienced hiker. And trained hiker, I believe, you know, whatever, whatever he postulated there. Um, you know, I, I just, mm, that's, that's somebody who's got a real problem with self-inflating, you know, dreams of grandeur. He thinks, he thinks, I, he I, does think a little too much of himself. <laughs> I, I mean, like. You know, dude, save your embellishments for your online dating profile. You know, you're going, you're, 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 you're going on a trail like this other dude. Like, hopefully, you're entertaining. Like, you know, hopefully, hopefully, you get, hopefully, it's a person who got stuck being an idiot who's got like an affable personality because this other hiker stopped and sat with him all day until he got rescued. Like this, this other dude. 
Good Samaritan, Mr. Wyatt, you know, congratulations, sir. Like, I'm going to kudos you all day long. That guy wrecked your fucking day. I hope he was entertaining. Sitting there checking his location on the trail app. Like, no, dude. Like, grossly underprepared. I'd have just left him there. I'd have been like, and this is why Charles Darwin. And this is where you, you know, die, sir. Yeah. <laughs> like, survive, survive, survival of the fittest. I mean, you you know, you know it. You re- know it came up in conversation too, where Vaso looked at Wyatt and said, "Yeah, you know, when the search and rescue team came and get me, got me yesterday." <laughs> yeah, you know what? I I I hope Peter's flying the chopper today. Peter was a really nice guy. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, and, and at that Wyatt, point you're like, Wyatt wait, just, what? <laughs> And Wyatt, Mr. Wyatt's just sitting there with his head in his hands going, oh, my gosh. This is why we have directions on shampoo bottles. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> Either way, man. No, now, see, this is somebody This is somebody that that I got to give a four to, believe it or not. I do. Like, as funny, as funny as this is, I mean, like, this dude just, like, Mr. Magoo is only funny in in cartoons man like you can't just free ball your way up a mountain you can't just do that like don't don't go to walmart and pass down the ozark trail aisle and be like yes alpine expert yes no no you've you've wrecked people's days the amount of like Listen, the amount man, of resources like I cannot... go into this. Yeah, let's just let's just go off the helicopter fuel alone. Let alone the fact that's that what I'm everyone's saying. days are messed up. You got shifts getting held over. You got you know you probably got volunteer crews out there. You got uh, trained alpine you know alpine enthusiasts <laughs> for lack of a better term that are, are you know come up there to get your ass and all the things that could happen to them as well because obviously the conditions were not right for your ass to be up there and now you're asking other people to come up and get you. Sorry, I agree. You could get a four. Right. Yeah, and you know, I mean, like, come on, man. Piss poor planning on your part really shouldn't create an emergency for others. So, yes, four all day. So we're back, Buck. And, you know, the title of this episode was Bad Teacher, No Apple. We have two stories this week about bad teachers in general. This first one comes from News Channel 8, WFLA. It seems like... The WFLA is like the, the, the it's kind of getting right up there with the Florida Free Press in that the amount of stories that we cover from this website, and of course it's a Florida teacher again. This is coming from Bartow, Florida. A Polk County teacher is facing misdemeanor battery charges over allegations she bit two students over a jar of pickles. Let that sink in for a moment. Uh, the teacher, Rhonda Rice, told school administrators she was playing with the students, according to the Polk County Public School spokesperson. I think she needs to learn what she did was wrong, said Kathy Toro. Toro said she was contacted that uh, she contacted eight on your side after months passed without action being taken. Toro's 15-year-old nephew is a student at Bartow Middle School. She said in October, he and another student were working at the school store when Rice tried to take a jar of pickles. Her nephew and another student tried to take the jar back, and she just bit them on the forearm. Of course, they released, uh, and she was able to get the jar of pickles, but that's there's other ways to do that. 
the students reported the behavior to school administrators who contacted Toro. Toro went to the Barlow police to press charges in November. November, according to an affidavit filed by Bart, uh, Bartow police. Even if she was like, she did lick him, but I don't believe she did. I think she, this is not acceptable to me. I actually watched the uh, the news reporter story where they, you know, on, on, on television thing there, and uh, heard the whole defense is she didn't bite them, she licked them. Yeah. <laughs> Parlo police and the state's attorney office have filed two misdemeanor battery charges against Rice, and she is being arraigned on March 31st. In the meantime, she is no longer working at Bartow Middle School. She was placed on paid administrative leave pending a review. Upon completion of the review, Rice was suspended for three days and relocated to Sleepy Hill Middle School. Although she described her actions as playing with students, we expect our employees to act professional and serve as models of mature behavior. They must set a good example for students to follow, and anything less is unacceptable. Rice has been a teacher at the Polk County uh, Public School System since 2000. There are four prior disciplinary actions in her personnel file. 2001 Boone Middle, verbal reprimand for lack of effective preparation for, of materials on a timely basis. In December of 21, I'm sorry, of 2001, letter of reprimand due to not preparing necessary materials and paperwork for an ESE hearing. July of 20, I'm sorry, 2008, Sleepy Hill Middle School, one day ex suspension due to excessive use of district issued computer for personal business during times that it should have been used for instructional slash planning for classes. And again, in March of 2015, verbal warning with a written confirmation for repeated failure to complete a scheduled IEP in a timely manner. News Channel 8 attempted to contact Rice by phone several times Monday and did not hear back. A family member said she would pass along a request to her. And let me tell you, that booking photo is something else. <laughs> All right. So this... This should have been like long before it escalated up to her actually putting her mouth on somebody else's <laughs> child, which, which we will we will circle back to here, Raz. But let's let's just let's just go ahead and get the the elephant out of the room here. The universe has a way of sending very clear signals to people that they are doing something that perhaps they aren't meant to do. And it should have been very apparent to this woman that being an educator sh should not have been her path. Like, there, the universe was sending clear and loud signals before, before we escalated to this point that perhaps she should, like, readjust her astrology matrix, you know? Like... Maybe, maybe you had a calculation off. Like maybe you should work at a call center <laughs> where you can, you can, you can interact with people, but you, you don't necessarily have to be around them. Keep, keep, you keep, know, keep, keep your juices to yourself. Yes. And, you know, everything that you read that was going into her file, I was, I, I was just sitting there putting myself in the shoes of somebody in because I'd never put my mouth on somebody's kid. Like that's just that's just vile. Again, we'll come back to that. But, you know, I'm just listening to the to the list of things that you're reading off, like she got reprimanded for this. I'm thinking to myself, I was like, if I had to get brought into a boss's office for that, I I'd 
I I just have to see myself out at that point in time. Like I have enough. Like you know, it, it's like you keep on trying something that you shouldn't be doing so many times, like and you eventually <laughs> exactly exactly like. We didn't intend it, but there is a moral here. Like, you should stop while you're ahead, okay? Like, it would be, like, comparable in my universe, like, if I were to just, like, up and try to fucking walk. Like, this, <laughs> it would just, it would just end so badly. It would just end so badly. Like, I wouldn't even try. Like, there were days where I was, like, you know, I can reflect on days where I'm, like, I could probably do this. And, and... You know, I very quickly backtrack from that line of thought. I'm like, nah. Nope, that ship has sailed. This woman, second you get brought in, no. Mm. She should have she she checked out long before it got to this. And why the fuck are you putting your mouth on somebody else's damn kid? Okay? Like, why would you, you know, that's so offensive to me, man. Barring, like, emergency resuscitation without proper equipment like we're talking like literal life or death you better never put your mouth on my fucking kid kid like, or me <laughs> keep your mouth off of me well, well I, listen man like that that goes without saying man i i gotta get a t-shirt that says keep your mouth off of me <laughs> but I'm, no man I'm, that's unless <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I like that. Dot, dot, dot. We're gonna have to make a T-shirt on that. But either way, I'm, I'm also I'm, unless I'm giving I'm I'm giving I'm giving this woman a four and a half. Wow, we're going pretty high there, dude. Yeah, man, any, anytime you do anything with children, you're gonna get a high score from me. So I'll I'll get I'll get you at least the four. Right on. Well, we've given this woman quite enough of our time. Do we got another one here? We do. And this one comes from Cat Country 1071. Yes, it comes from a radio show that has a website. I don't know why. Florida mom sends daughter with autism to school with recording device. Now, um, I have read this and some of the stuff that is in here is incoherent. I know I have a hard, everyone knows I have a hard time reading some of these sometimes. This one is going to be especially true, so I'm going to take my time with some of it. Bear with me. If your child was coming from school with cuts, bruises, and marks on their bodies, but they couldn't explain what happened, what would you do as a parent? Well, when nine-year-old Zoe, who is on the autism spectrum, went to school in Miramar, Florida, her mom decided to send a recording device in her backpack to try to understand what is actually happening. She chose to do this since her daughter is unable to explain what happened to her and she felt she was this was the best way to hear what was really going on. Uh, when Zoe's mother, Carla Warren, heard everything, she was very disturbed. At the Fairway Elementary School, she heard the teacher speaking to her daughter and around her daughter. In one of the recordings, you hear the teacher say in a threatening tone, Go ahead, try me. Go ahead, try me. Do you think I'm playing with you? The teacher was also caught saying, let me be at my mom's house. Play with that. She would have a switch extension cord off the chain. And it doesn't stop there. She also said, she walks past me, run up, and try to swing a hit me. I will say, hit me again. I'll slam that little girl on the floor. The teacher is now under special investigation looking into Warren's complaint. Investigators reviewed the audio and determined that the evidence did not raise to that of a criminal act. The teacher remains in her position. 
Yep. That's the end of the story. What? She's still in her position. Yes, she is. With with clear evidence that she's like emotionally abusing children. A special needs okay. child that is non apparently nonverbal. That's like hitting. Oh my gosh, that's that's like hitting a special needs child. I mean, what 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 what, what can you say that to to liken that to? That's why I just stopped. <laughs> I, I yeah, no, seriously, man. Like I just stopped dead dead mid sentence. Like I don't I don't even want to I don't even want to try and compare that to anything. That's just that's just cruel. That is that is just cruel. And then and then somebody let this Yahoo keeper job. Well, it doesn't rise yep. to that of a criminal act. Well, at least fire her ass. Come on. Yeah, man. I mean, mm, that's that's really that's really that's something that's something special. Um, I'm giving that teacher a five. I'm sorry. I mean, like that's five, five all day that, long. But you know, th- this whole that, thing that we're we're we want to hold the teachers on a pedestal and say, oh, they're doing this great work and they're underpaid and everything like that. How about if they want to be on a pedestal, you got to keep them clean and shined up nice so that they look good on a pedestal instead of being this tarnished ball of shit that's sitting up there stinking up the place because it's so high up. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Not only yep, should I'm this not... not only should this woman not be a teacher, she should be there's should... I've been saying this for, for for what 99 episodes now when we talk about uh, different police interactions that there should actually be a list that prohib- that when a police officer is fired and they should in, for gross misconduct or anything that is, you know, goes against that of the profession of policing, there should be a list that prohibits them from being a police officer ever again. Instead, they just go from department to department to department. And the same things for teachers, teachers and clergy, police, cl- teachers and clergy are all the same. They fuck up. They just move them to another new, another facility because reasons that I can't fathom. I, I actually really agree with that. I never even put that together. They should have a list. They, they blackball all sorts of people, man. There's a list of people that can't go into a fucking target, but we don't have a list of people that shouldn't be teachers. This this really doesn't make very much sense to me. And this is just like, one day. This is one day. The child the reason the mother even went through this whole ordeal of putting the recorder in there was because the child was coming home with cuts and bruises and and and, and marks on her body that they couldn't figure out where, where these are coming from. Well, it's pretty goddamn obvious where they're coming from at this point. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. You know, it's um it's just it's very disappointing that uh that people still behave on that level. You know, it's just it's just disappointing. But either way, you know, ugh, I hate ending on a uh on such a low note, but you know, I think that's about all we have for this week, isn't it, Raz? It is, but if you would like to reach out to Fairview 
I'm sorry, Fairway Elementary School in Miramar, Florida, and tell them how much you're displeased with the fact that this teacher is still employed there. By all means, please do so. And if you happen to record it, please feel free to send it to the Social Liability Podcast. This is not a call to action. I'm not calling to tell you to harass them or in any way, shape, or form make any threats of that nature. But do tell them how much you believe that teachers that act in this way should not be teachers. And if you happen to do so, let me know. That being said, folks, this is a this has been the Social Liability Podcast. I'm the Razgrees with my co-host, the Buck, wishing you a happy, safe week with as least amount of stress as possible when you think about these stories, because we have to. And you know, it's just, I'm, I'm just mad right now. So we're gonna get ready to record episode 100, which will come out this Wednesday. So make sure you give that a quick listen. That being said, folks, I'm the Razgrees. This is the Buck. Have a week. <laughs>